A podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlipp, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Tetraflish and today we dive into the exciting ocean of the creative mind with uh, Robert Artane. I must say we had a very, very, very difficult time behind us. And this podcast is as well a special one. It's very sensitive and we, we, we speak about a um, very, very hard subject. Um, we had actually already yesterday a whole session gone. That means two hours speaking about the subject and then everything disappeared. I had corrupted files. I was getting interrupted and uh, I couldn't get the files anymore. So. So we decided we have to do that again. We're gonna do that again today. Uh, uh, first of all, I say, welcome, Robert Atain. Hi, hi, Robert. Hello, Dad. How are you? I'm good. Thank <coughs> you very much. If you guys see this this podcast on YouTube next week on Sunday as well at ten o'clock, um, you won't see the face of Robert because we decided uh, that we're not 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 showing his his real identity um, in order to, to keep his privacy a little bit uh, uh, safer because the subject is very, 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 very hot and uh, tricky, difficult. Um, Robert used to be a, a, a fellow, um, um, he used to live in the institutions in Ireland uh, in the 60s and uh, that's actually subject of the first part He's as well. He's as well performers. Um, he is performance artist, uh, drawer, painter, whatever artist in general as well. That saves his life. Mm, in the first part, now we will speak about actually the subject of identity. If you survive um, in institutions like this, Robert. Hey, was it right uh, how I how I introduce you or? Uh, well, it goes starts in the fifties actually, but um, yes. Okay. Um, it's uh, we're talking uh, basically. I use my name Robert Artain, as in one of the institutions that I've been in, which is uh, what you might call the Reform Institution. Um, if we got a bit a brief history on this, the institutions, the industrial schools, were opened by the British government uh, <coughs> in in Ireland, and uh, Irish families suffered. Uh, the consequences of being sent to these institutions and with the help of the Roman Catholic Church mm. um, they were kept open on uh, in the free state in 1933 the Irish government decided to keep them open mm. why nobody knows why would they do this mm. when the declaration of the Irish government was equality for all children meaning families obviously 
we're all supposed to have this freedom and the equality of that freedom. But for some cunning reason, this was not to be. It might have been a free state, but it was far from being free for the uh, families of Irish poverty mm. in the 50s, yes, in the yes, 60s, and yes, the 70s. Sure, sure, sure. And um, <clears throat> so, you know, when children were sent to these institutions, you've got to remember, they were taken from the families. They were placed into these institutions by the Irish courts. Um, there was no, no crimes committed. You can't, uh, children who were sent to these places were obviously uh, not going to school. There was a lot of problems with these poor families, but the government yeah. not willing to talk, the, the government are not willing to talk about this. Yes. About the, their, their failings on their political status and <clears throat> um, how the poverty was rampant in, in Ireland. Now saying this, I don't care what they say, there was plenty of money to be made by the state and by the Catholic Church. Mm. Because there's going to be, looking at these institutions, there's going to be no wages paid, there's going to be no welfare paid, there's not going to be any massive health bills, there's going to be nothing. So much for a free state. Um, mm. uh, <clears throat> we have generations of families who were sent to these institutions uh, before, Ireland kept them open and, and afterwards. Mm. Uh, my, my generation, my family, I found, yeah. I've had many generations of my own family within the walls of these institutions. Now these institutions were, were first opened around the 18th, 19th century. The industrial yeah. age was over in, in the 19th century. It was finished. So how can you, this is how neglectful it was for a government to call it the industrial schools mm. but mostly the church would call them orphanages now the words orphanages would be used to collect donations these donations were kindly paid by the tax paid families of Ireland who by the love of God they wanted to help the poor poor families who were I mean, unfortunate they, yeah they were unfortunate. It, yeah, and it, it was it was a time where, where 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 state and church was not divided, wasn't it? Exactly right. So so that 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 that, that shows already the danger if a state and and, and church uh, belongs together, they can get away with a lot of mischief, isn't it? Well, when you think about it, it's even against their own scripture. What is of what what is of the the laws of the land is the laws of the land. What is, what, what is of God is of God, you know, and that that's actually their scripture, but they didn't apply by that. But uh, never mind. I'm not going to go into that kind of stuff. It's, Where um, is God? Yes, yes, exactly. And um, there was no God in this at all whatsoever. Um, it, I think he was a banker. You know. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so that, that that was that was you you say in your case it was in the fifties, but it started already in the thirties, so it was already going twenty or thirty years, uh, 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 ongoing going thing. It's quite, I say interesting. It sounds awful if I say interesting, but the interesting thing is that that in the fifties or or even in the sixties, uh, we come later to that. Um, um, the church could get away with that and, and, and in Ireland. I mean, I wonder if this could happen uh, uh, nowadays again somehow. I mean, I doubt it. You know, I mean, I mean, I, for for that, I'm quite happy that we have the uh, 
the European Union, even if there are some evil things in it as well. But could you imagine? Could you imagine that 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 things like this could happen? Say say at the same time in France and 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 in Germany. Well, it it, it was happening in what we call the civilized world. Roman Catholic who traveled uh, many many different countries, you know. Um, but I'd rather focus in on Ireland, of where, you know, um, they, you know, there was this, the freedom, uh, the supposed freedom. We, we, you don't know all this kind of. You got to remember, the Irish family were like mostly uneducated way back then. Sure. The, the greatest fear they had is of God sure. and sin. It was sure. dri driven into the Irish family. And that, you know, they're, uh, they're worthless, you know, they're sinners, they're uh, whatever, you know. And it, it's kind of this oppression that was constantly being put on top of families. Um, and that the Catholic Church claimed that they could help forgive you for your sins. And there's penance and it was a very confusing uh, thing for a lot of um families you know it's it, sure. a great fear of of punishment or hell and brimstone and, and i would i would like to to just you know, I, I think that 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 nobody can imagine uh how this this can be for 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 a young person so uh, you t you told me that how many people used to sleep in one room for example can you please well you see this is right um when when you were taken to the courts, that was the day you lost your own identity, because you've been taken from your family. So your namesake is never there anymore. Your, your namesake is taken. You 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 are sentenced by the courts to the institutions. Now, isn't it strange? The word orphan is to be father and mother less, but for a state to actually uh, make that uh, to to, to um, take you from your family. That in itself, one has to just try and think about that for a moment. A child being taken away from the mother, from the father. Yeah, and the least don't forget from their that, sisters, that, from their uncles, yeah. from their aunts, from yeah. their grandparents, yeah. from their friends, even their friends outside. You know, um, you you're stripped. Each each of this is a layer of your life. That you're supposed to be growing up in, that you're supposed to be feeling safe, is being pulled away. You've been pulled away, peeled away from it. The mothers, if they're not married, would be sent into the Madeleine Audrey's, mother and baby homes. And we've recently heard the stories of, of all of these places. Uh, they're all under the same roof. We've got to remember this of the Catholic Church and the state itself. It was the dustbin of Irish politics because it meant that these people would have to be looked after, jobs would have to be created, um, et cetera, et cetera. You know, um, that it, it was a government's job to provide jobs, to provide, you know, uh, a safe country. It failed. It failed yes, because yes, 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 everything's been hit. Sorry about this. There's an attitude and an attitude as well. Sure, sure. So, 
You see, the reason why they took your identity is because they did not want you to be found. And especially if families got into the institution and got the kids back, that was seen as a crime. You know, as a crime. <laughs> and the children have done no wrong, and neither have the family done any wrong. You know, I think, um, yeah, I think, I think that, I think everyone understands that that this this was very very worst scenario. You know, and and. Uh, it, I don't think people really actually do understand. You, uh, you can't expect people but, uh, who, who but didn't I would, go, I would, yeah, go, go deeper into, go into identity. It. I mean, what does that mean if if your if your identity is getting stolen? You know, in, in, as as a exactly. young person, you know, what does it but mean? Then, what yeah. what does it mean if if you're ten years or how many years did did you used to stay in in in, in, in institutions? How many institutions did, right. did you did you meet? People were. This is what I'm saying. Babies were born in the institutions because the of sin, the children's of sin. Okay, and then they be taken from their mothers, never to be seen again by their mothers, who were very young. A lot of them were very young, and uh, it was heartbreaking. You know, can you imagine ripping a, 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 a baby away from a mother? A brand, your baby just come, she just gave birth to her son and daughter or daughter. Or both, or whatever, and they're being taken away from yeah, sure, the mother. Sure, sure, sure. So you know, this is sure. how horrific. This is barbaric. This is really barbaric sure, politics, sure, and sure. they cannot be playing with this anymore. And 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 then you you've grown up in the institutions, and all you know is a number. All you know is do what you're told, or else. Do what you're told, or else. And you have got no wages. You've got no. Hold on, You've got no clothes. You've got nothing. And your families would be trying to send things into you because they feel like you know they wanted to send stuff to you, and that would be confiscated. There's no chance of you sure. seeing any sure. any presents. You're not even entitled to uh, to your family to come and visit, your friends to come and visit, your mother, your father. Your uncles, your aunts, your grandparents—nobody is allowed to see you. You are cut off, and this is it. And this is what. It, and then you, what they what they don't understand is the children that were coming in each time were telling us the stories. So we we're reliving the stories of each child that came into the institution as fresh as it was. It's not just that we were put in there, locked up and hid. These children were constantly pouring in. They were pouring in the doors, you know. And the government were failing each and every one of us because they they literally poured us in there, like water. Just pour them in there. Just get them in there. Sure. Get them out of the way. Sure. Get them off the streets. Get them in there. You know, and it was really shocking when you think of it. You know. So, so that, you um, said when when you were in there when you're sorry that when you're actually in there, then you're being denied any communication. So you, you're gradually in time listening to the children coming in and their stories and it's, it's constantly awakening your own story of the children, of, of the parents going, sorry, my breath, going missing, uh, you know, not going missing, sorry, that you're reliving the fact that you've been taken away from your parents hmm. and you don't know where they are. You don't know where they are at all. Then you're going out to work and you're working darn hard. You know, back breaking work, constantly from making rosary beads, to from 
about five years of age, right up yeah. to, you know, they doing the milking the cows to manufacturing goods to repairing yes. clothes to laundry. The laundries were happening in the institutions as well as they were in the Madeleine laundries. The so children were still doing. So it was a money making machine. It wasn't just the Madeleine laundries. No, it was the children as well. And this is what's being kept quiet. The cultural abuse of children is the reason why the sexual, physical, and emotional abuse took place. How in God's name could these things have taken not to, to, they could never have taken place if the if the actual setup of the Catholic Church and the, the state's institutions were were not in, invented or if they were dispersed because of times in in the thirties. But these places were still running according to the 18th century when they first opened those doors to the yes. 1970, 19, uh, 1975 when they closed the doors on the industrial schools. They are now calling them residential institutions. That is bullshit because residential means like if I think of resi something residential, I think of somewhere I've been paid to go to, you know. And if you I typed in in my research residential and it's always in the time when the government would start using this word residential it took it took rules it took um laws in the door to call them industrial schools uh and to buy to pass those titles uh, to prevent the truth coming out they called them residential schools they were not resident residential schools came after 75 when there was no more work children didn't have to go to work there's a big difference and there's loads of money to be made that's why the state and the church especially the church has billions that's why they're extremely rich in land uh, property and coin all donated by the Irish families who pay their taxes and get of their taxes to to trust people who, are, who call themselves men uh, and women of God to look after these lovely little orphans these orf orphans in the orphanages who've got no parents who've got no nobody but there have been nobody actually then realized that we were being pushed in there all right yet we have parents they could have helped those families they could have helped those families they could have gone mm. off and done the politics properly mm. you know many other countries did there how come every other country could do it mm. you know um even poor countries they they accomplished but this is a really dark place where where we are and for what happened in these institutions the brutality these people who ran the institution also were not qualified as doctors as nurses as psychiatrists as teachers as whatever they came from any neck of the woods they could have even come from the 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 the, the uh, prisons themselves they were hired this was was the rocking 50s you know and the twi the twist 60s the glamorous 70s you know and you know if you look at if, if young people look at uh, uh, the 50s 60s and 70s they have this glamorous uh, feel about the history of the country they're in in ireland and in england no 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 the reality sure, was, sure, sure, sure. was the a false imprisonment of young children into institutions and forced to work for no wages they did not even even own the bed they were humiliated if they pissed the bed or shit the bed or got sick the stench now in 
in our time, hundreds of beds. If you go onto YouTube, type in Robert R. Tain, industrial schools were not schools. You were saved by the images that were available on the Ryan Report and all over the internet. Um, that how these beds were, they were like this since they opened, since right on the years up to 1975 when they closed. And uh, Artane actually closed in 69. And um, there was Upton, there was Letterfrack, Dangan, there's all these places. They're all similar, they're all squashed in, as many beds as they could squash in. And you're in that bed only for a few hours and back out again. Sometimes you're called out of that bed during the night for, for purposes that you should not be called out of your, your bed as a child. Okay? And, um, you know, it's hor horrific, the screaming in the night, the torture. It was torture. And I want people to try, you know, you could smell those hundreds and hundreds of beds in one dormitory. Just, there's five dormitories, I think it was in our time. And the stench in them of the fear of piss, blood, sweat, tears, sick, shit. It's all there. And you, you know wake what? up to every single morning. You know what I would like to? I would like to to end the first episode um, actually with, with, with this piss and with the smell and with the shit for the listeners. Um, it doesn't have to be always comfortable, dear listeners. And I think I find this is a good end for the first episode, especially um, it's a Sunday morning where people can go to church or can listen to the podcast as well at 10 o'clock. So um, next morning, next morning is good. Next Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, you can listen to the second part. And uh, I would like really to have you here again. You know, I mean, I feel sorry if somebody feels a little bit uncomfortable after this talk, but I think things like this, they have to be discussed as well. And, and uh, is discourse about it as well so sure you know i think i think uh, this podcast is going gonna going all over the world and um for some people it's very difficult to understand what was going on in ireland and what is going on when 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 church and and state is not divided i think this is a very crucial church and state has to be divided at all i would say dear listeners on that note I'm not, I feel a little bit, um, a little bit grumpy <coughs> to advertise for my own podcast. I'm not going to do that now, but you can find everything on attitude.com. Uh, I would say, you guys, have a lovely day, and I hope I see you next week again. Bye. Hi Rob, thank you very you much. Listen to Artitude, West Coast first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.